Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello there and welcome to Crime Fighters. This is the ninth episode of our series, School of Graft. Last time, Noor and Cheope, two 16-year-old students, finally told trainee teacher Awa about being raped at Chomfu School. They also told her who the culprit was. Later on, the school's principal, Mrs. Gongo, who had been poisoned, woke up in hospital and asked to see Awa. But the two women weren't able to talk much before Mrs. Gongo fell asleep again, exhausted. So Awa didn't have time to tell the principal that she had found her secret diary full of useful information, or that she and her friend Corporal Asiko had already visited the Minister of Education to tell him about the sexual abuse at Chumbo School. We join Awa again as she meets with Asiko at her house in this episode entitled The Unmasking. Asiko and I had become good friends, and this was the second time she had come to my house. She had some news about the investigation. Chopi was still staying with me, but she had gone out somewhere with Noor, who had been discharged from hospital. So Asiko and I were alone and could talk freely. You should have seen it. Upidi arrived at the police station absolutely fuming. He said that someone had called him from the office of the Minister of Education and told him that two women had come in asking questions. Oh my God! Who could have told him? I'm pretty sure it's the woman who tried to stop us from going in. Did you see how she looked at us when we left? Does Upide know it was you and me? He suspects that it was you, but his informant, whoever it was, couldn't identify me because I was in civilian clothes. It's only a matter of time before he finds out, though. He's a cop after all, and he's damn good at his job. <sighs> Will this ever end? What about Mrs. Gongo's case? Anything? We arrested Hamo after his employer gave him up. Really? Noor's brother? Where did you find him? We found him at his parents' abandoned house in Kuraza, a hundred kilometers away. And has he told you anything? Did he do it? And if so, why? He keeps breaking down. But Upidi and I did learn something new. That was a pretty intense moment. Hamo just admitted you tried to kill Mrs. Gongo. No. Why would I want to kill Mrs. Gongo? I like her. She was always kind to me whenever I did catering at the school. But Hamo, if you're innocent, why did you run away? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to end up like this. What do you mean? She wasn't supposed to drink from that bottle. I'm so sorry. If she wasn't supposed to drink from it, who was? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I just... I can't. Who was supposed to drink from the bottle, Hamo? Mr. Munde, okay? Mr. Munde was supposed to drink it. Mr. Munde? <laughs> Mr. Munde? Yes, yes. But why? Why did you want to harm Mr. Munde? Because that animal got my sister pregnant. We couldn't believe it. Jeez. But Mr. Munde didn't abuse Noor. She told me so herself. Did you tell Hamo he targeted the wrong person? Yes. Of course I waited until I could speak to him in private so Upide wouldn't suspect anything. And Hamo was even more distraught when he heard it. I was just saying goodbye to Asiko when we heard someone call my name. It was Cheupe. She was with Noor, Kiki and three other girls. 
I only knew one of the three, Noni, a girl I thought was very smart, but somehow she always failed her papers. The girls wanted to talk to us. We went back inside my little house and squeezed into every available space. Well, girls, welcome to my humble abode. <laughs> so beautiful. I like it. Yeah, well, I know Kiki, Noor, Cheupe and Yononi, right? Yes, teacher Awa. But I don't think I've seen you two before. I'm Romba. I used to go to Jomvu. And I'm Siti. I was a student at Jomvu as well, until recently. Well, I'm Awa, a trainee teacher at Jomvu, and this is Corporal Asiko of the Lanyo Police. Hello, Hello Corporal. Hi, girls. So what is it you wanted to talk about? Teacher Awa, all the girls you see here have had a bad experience at Jomvu. Oh? Nur and I have been talking to them. We told them we wanted to help change things. They're all willing to tell you their stories. Really? That's great. Perhaps you could tell Corporal Asiko a bit about each of your experiences first. Would that be all right? Mm. Um, yes. Why not? Why not? I guess Chope has told you that Corporal Asiko here has been helping us with the investigation. So you can all speak freely. She's on our side. Absolutely. Noni, do you want to start? Mm. What's your experience? <clears throat> I came to Jomvu School last year. I transferred from my former school where I was one of the best students. I always came top of the class. But after I came to Jomvu, my grades took a dive. I studied just as much as I did before. The exams here seemed even easier. But try as I might, I still did badly. I always wondered why you didn't get better grades. So one day, I asked for my papers after they'd been marked and went through the answers one by one, comparing them with the textbook used to set the questions. I realized that I was being deliberately failed. What did you do? I went straight to the vice principal to complain. He told me it was a minor problem, that if I was nice to him, he would reciprocate. What? I knew immediately what he meant. I left his office, quickly. Why didn't you tell anyone? I told my mom, but she said I was exaggerating. I did think of telling the principal, but if my own mom didn't believe me, why would anyone else? Noni. Do you still have the papers you mentioned? The ones you compared with the textbook? Yes. Why? Mm, I think I have an idea. I'll tell you in a moment. Please, girls, go on. When the girls had finished telling us about their experiences, I had a very bad taste in my mouth. What beasts some men could be. Romba had been abused for years by her English teacher right up until she graduated. City had dropped out because she couldn't take the abuse anymore. Like Arinda, she'd fallen into the clutches of Mr. Kutwa. Asiko and I told the girls we'd found a powerful ally who was willing to help if we could gather enough evidence and testimonies. But after Cheupe's friends had left, I realized we couldn't wait that long. If they had the courage to speak up, we had to take action right now. Asiko and I would confront the culprits one by one, and it was clear who was first on the list. Mr. Mawenge was looking as smart as ever when we walked into his office. He ushered us in with one of his disarming smiles. Come on in, ladies. What can I do for you this fine morning? You've done more than enough already, Mr. Mawenge. You've committed serious crimes that are punishable by law. What? Don't pretend you don't know what we are talking about. You've been forcing girls to have sex with you in exchange for good grades. Excuse me? 
What's wrong with you, Awa? You dare come in here and make these baseless accusations? Don't even try to deny it, Mr. Mawenge. We have at least seven girls who are willing to testify against you. What are you talking about? What girls? Stop pretending, Mawenge. We have evidence. Like exam papers showing that some students were deliberately failed. And for your information, one of the girls you made pregnant is willing to have a DNA test. It's only a matter of time before you're identified as the father of her child. Cheupe, you remember her, surely? Uh, I... How dare you, Corporal? Wait until Inspector Pidek hears about this. <laughs> Your buddy, the inspector, won't be protecting you this time. He's the next one we're going to take down. We know he's been covering for you for years. I've uncovered evidence that shows he's been taking bribes from you. It's over, Mr. Mawenge. I, I, look, look, all right. I made some mistakes, but I'll never do it again. I promise, I promise. I can support that girl and a baby. I'm, I'm willing to resign from this school. That's not enough, Mr. Mawenge. You're going to face justice. Mzito Mawenge, I'm arresting you for the rape and sexual abuse of minors. Things are hotting up as we come to the end of the series. Against all expectations, it's the cool and professional Mr. Mawenge who's been abusing many of the girls. Other teachers, like Mr. Kutwa, are also involved. Yet apparently Mr. Munde isn't one of them, despite our initial suspicions. What other surprises are in store? Join us for the final episode to find out. You can listen to this episode again at dw.com slash crimefighters or simply visit our Facebook page, DW Africa. Until next time, goodbye.